Hello, Cryptonauts. Today we are recording for December 15, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 stablecoins by market capitalization, starting off with Tether with a market cap of $24.9 billion. Second place, USD Coin with $5.3 billion. Third place, DAI with $1.4 billion. Fourth place, Binance USD with $1.1 billion. Fifth place, Paxos Standard with $538.6 million. Sixth place, True USD with $417 million. Sixth place, True USD with $417 million. Seventh place, HUSD with $333.5 million. Number eight, Empty Set Dollar with $231.8 million. Number 9, SUSD with $154.4 million. Number 10, Frax. Never heard of that. Frax with $133.9 million. Alright, that is your top 10 stable coins by market capitalization. Your overall total market cap is at 1.1. How do I say that? $1.12 billion? Yeah, I think that's how you say it. $1.12 billion, down by 2%. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. All right, Cryptonauts, next reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGaggle.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. And correction on that market cap number, that was $1.12 trillion down by 2%. Alright, first news coming in from Liam Frost. Banca Generali buys $14 million stake in Bitcoin wallet Coño. 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 Banca Generali, an Italian bank focused on privacy banking and wealth management for high net worth individuals, has acquired a $14 million stake in Bitcoin wallet provider Coño, uh, according to a press release shared with Decrypt. Under the, this partnership agreement, Banca Generali will acquire a stake in Coinio Inc. to support the company's growth and the distribution of its products as per the bank's range of digital services offered to its customers, uh, the bank's state said. The bank also noted that over 150,000 Italian customers currently have cryptocurrency portfolios at Coinio. Quote, this is an important industry. In- industrial partnership in light of both the value of the availability available technology and the manager's quality we know that the future structure of financial markets can certainly be influenced and conditioned by blockchain technologies which continue to make headway above in all cryptocurrencies but also in many other areas said Gian Maria Mosa CEO of general manager of Banca Generali all right next news written by Matt Husey, Bitcoin stalls as U.S. government aids fail to materialize. <clears throat> Bitcoin's price continues to trade sideways as two factors weigh on the price, price's ability to break higher. The first is investors' nerve, 
nerves, and second is the U.S. economy. Investor sentiment around Bitcoin's price has been jittery. The glass ceiling forming around the $20,000 mark has been hardening in recent weeks as pullbacks become more pronounced whenever BTC gets close. Looking at Bitcoin's price over the last month, peaks are falling quickly by drops. While it's managed to maintain a high valuation, it's been 15 days since it touched all-time highs. The reason? No one wants to be the person who bought an overvalued asset, according to the major, uh, to the mayor multiple chart, a measure of whether BTC is overbought or over oversold. The trend has been that Bitcoin is slowly moving towards the latter. That means there's concern among investors. All right. Well, we know how that ended up playing out. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Binance starts shipping its Bitcoin Visa cards in Europe. Cryptocurrency exchange. Binance has started shipping its crypto visa cards to customers in the European economic area, the company announced today. Per the announcement, Binance cards will allow users to spend up to 8,700 euros and retrieve up to 290 euros at ATMs per day. Additionally, cardholders will be eligible for up to 8% cashback on their purchases, although you have to be a whale and hold a significant amount of Binance coins to fully enjoy the, the offerings. Yeah, that's why I don't recommend it. Because the average person is not a whale. Next news written by Sharyuwa Malwa. 1,000 cryptocurrency companies lost licenses in Est Estonia in 2020. More than 1,000 crypto startups headquartered in Estonia lost their legal license in 2020, the country's Ministry of Finance said last week, as per report on the local news outlet uh, Post Postimis. In a meeting between the members of Government Anti-Money Laundering Commission, Viko Tali, the head of the Ministry of Finance, noted crypto businesses needed heightened attention for authority from authorities after a barrage of licenses were issued in the past. Tali added the government means for scrutiny and in intervention for crypto businesses were previously limited, but new amendments to the Estonian law, which came into practice in 2020, brought about stricter measures. Quote, the connection of many of these companies to Estonia is minimal, and the clientele of some of the companies is from remote countries, he stated in the regard. In, in, the, yeah, in the regard, Crypto firms have historically suffered in the legal aspects of their business despite the industry's growth. Most countries do not legally recognize cryptocurrencies, and big-name banks are notorious for blocking accounts found to be replaced to crypto businesses, creating a hurdle for smooth operations. Countries like Estonia have tried to close the gap in 2019 and rolled out the crypto license plan to attract talent and investments to the nation, a move that theoretically added to its small, slow economy. Alright, next news. Written by Scott Chablina. Mt. Gox trustee files draft plans to return $2.6 billion in Bitcoin. A Mt. Gox trustee has filed a draft rehabilitation plan which promises to return Bitcoin to former Mt. Gox users. The draft rehabilitation plan reads, The Tokyo District Court and an examiner will review the draft rehabilitation plan and determine whether, the pro the proceed whether to proceed with the rehabilitation proceedings re re relevant to the draft rehabilitation plan. In other words, the rehabil rehabilitation plan is under review. If the Tokyo Court approves of it, the return of the funds to former Mt. Gox, Mt. Gox users could be in the near future. Mt. Gox hack, arguably the greatest hack in crypto history, resulted in the closure of the exchange that was responsible for over 70% of the world's Bitcoin transactions at its peak. As of this year, multiple lawsuits have attempted to track down the perpetrators as well as retrieve stolen funds. 
A total of nearly 140,000 Bitcoin is said to be returned to former Mt. Gox users. By today's prices, that amount of Bitcoin is valued at $2.6 billion. Alright, next news written by Liam Frost. Celebrity Bitcoin scam may be coming from Russia. Numerous Bitcoin scam campaigns that use image of Australian celebrities including Dick Smith, Chris Hem- Hemsworth, David Koch, and Waylid Ali as part of a highly organized global business that might be tied to Russian and Ukrainian Ukraine, according to The Guardian's Australia's report published on Sunday. Per the publications, a significant amount of scammers are currently targeting Australians under the guise of celebrity-endorsed Bitcoin investment schemes, while their, while their modus operandi varies. The core of such scam remains the same. Militia's actor reportedly buy hundreds of thousands of ads on Google Marketplace and use them to redirect potential victims for, from legitimate platforms to phony fake news websites. Yeah, be careful with that. Be very, very careful with that kind of stuff. Next news, written by Scott Chaplina. Here's what happened to Nexus Mutual CEO's stolen funds. New data from blockchain analytics company Scorechain has shown what happened since a hacker stole about 370,000 NXM from Nexus Mutual CEO Hugh, Hugh Carp today. The hacker used a combination of a modified MetaMask and hardware wallet to trick Carp into signing a transaction that directed funds should the attacker's address, described as a targeted personal attack by Nexus Mutual and a very nice trick by Carp himself, the new data sheds light on exactly what happened. According to Scorechain, the hacker has been busy converting the stolen Annex M into Bitcoin. This is how he did it. Following the money. First, the hacker converted the stolen funds to wrapped Annex M, which was then moved to an address ending in 2E2B. What followed were multiple swaps using decentralized exchange Uniswap through one inch exchange according to Scorechain. This was done to find optimal swap routes, meaning that the hacker was trying to find the best price to sell the stolen funds. After selling the wrapped NXM to ETH, the hacker made another move swapping the ETH to RAN BTC, the token that is part of the RAN protocol project. RAN BTC is a decentralized represent- representation of Bitcoin within the Ethereum network. The hacker exploited RAN BTC in order to convert the stolen funds into Bitcoin. The hacker did this by burning RAN BTC to receive Bitcoin in three separate transactions, all of which occurred today. Consequently, according to Scorechain, the hacker is now in possession of 147 Bitcoin. By current prices, this represents a total of $2.9 million. Harvest Finance sim- sim- Similarities This is not the first time a hacker has used RENPTC to convert stolen funds into Bitcoin. In October of this year, a hacker attacked Harvest Finance, a decentralized finance protocol. The attacker exploited about $24 million from the protocol before using RENPTC to convert the stolen funds to Bitcoin. The interesting thing in this case is again the use of the RENPTC protocol and it has been the case for the Harvest Finance hack. Lisa. Bossard market team leader at Scorechain told Decrypt. According to Scorechain, the hacker is still to cash out 198,000 NXM, meaning he still has half of the stolen funds to move. Alright, that's, that. I mean, that's, that's bad. I mean, it, it's awesome for the hacker to do all that, but, uh, wow. Wow. Next news, written by Scott Chiplina. Leverage adds Bitcoin Ethereum futures with decentralized with a decentralized twist. Decentralized derivatives trading platform Leverage today announced the launch of decentralized futures products and Bitcoin for Bitcoin and Ethereum in the form of 
perpetual swap trading. The decentralized finance industry has grown by leaps and bounds in 2020 with the total value locked in the industry now worth over $14 billion. With the intention of building off this momentum, Leverage is introducing a non-custodial decentralized exchange that provides Bitcoin and Ethereum futures, in turn aiming to remove centralized party risk for traders. Leverage.io is the first der derivative exchange to crack the self-custody problem, said, said Fran Stajnar, CEO of Tekami Capital, adding, This is a significant piece for the De DeFi money Lego stack. Alright, so there you go, Leverage.io. Leverage with a J. Next news written by Liam Frost. Bitcoin trading firm B2C2 gets acquired by Japan's SBI. Japanese SBI holding subsidiary SBI Financial Services has acquired London-based cryptocurrency trading firm B2C2, boosting its plans to launch a digital asset trading service Reuters reported today. Quote, their vision, expertise, and offering complement SBIs and we look forward to working in partnership as we expand our footprint across the global markets, said uh, Yoshitaka Kitao, president and CEO of SBI Holdings. However, the company did not disclose any financial details of the deal. In July, SBI reported reportedly acquired a minority stake in B2C2, allowing its clients to trade crypto via the platform. Since 2015, B2C2 has helped institutional players such as brokerage firms exchange, banks, and fund managers to trade large amounts of cryptocurrencies. As Decrypt reported, the firm is one of the largest cryptocurrency liquidity providers today. In early 2020, B2C2 also partnered with Fidelity-backed institutional platform Fireblocks. Alright, next news written by Liam Frost. DJ Deadmile5 launches $100,000 worth of NFT collectibles. Popular Canadian producer and musician Joel Thomas Zimmerman, aka Deadmau5, and blockchain platform Worldwide Asset Exchange, WAX, has announced the sale of a limited series of non-fungible tokens based on the artist's work. Quote, this series from Deadmau5 is the first set of digital collectibles under the new brand named Rares, with a Z and includes rare and authentic digital collectibles for the emerging virtual music industry. Because NFT trades on the blockchain, each Deadmau5 collectible is 100% verifiable as authentic, said the release. Alright, that is cool. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Bitcoin beats the stock market for 8 of the past 10 years. Investors reap higher returns from Bitcoin than the stock markets for 8 of the past 10 years, data from Charts shows. Charlie Bellelo, founder and CEO of Compound Capital Advisors, shares, uh, shared data from Charts yesterday that shows how Bitcoin bought, brought investors astonishing returns when stacked up against other asset classes such as the stock market, bonds, gold, and the US dollar. In 2013, investors took home a 5,507% return on their Bitcoin investments. Cumulative returns, which tracked the total profits for the entire 10 years, was 6,271,233%, more than 6 million percent. The next highest index, the NASDAQ 100, increased by 512.5%. Annualized returns, which tracks how much investors made in a single year, were more than 10 times as large as the NASDAQ 100. Bitcoin's annualized returns from 2011 202 were 203.5% the Nasdaq return profits of a flat 20%. Wow, can you believe that? 6 million percent. That is crazy. Next news written by Andrew Hayward. 
hopefully you got in in a little bit on that six six million percent and not just listening to me hopefully hopefully you cryptonauts out there that are listening have a little stack of sats something is better than nothing and if you're trying to get some free crypto i highly recommend you download this the coinbase app because they give you free crypto all right referral link below next news written by andrew hayward edward snowden hails launch of signals encrypted group calls Framed, famed, famed National Security Agency whistleblower Edward Snowden knows a thing or two about the need for safe, secure communication given his flight from the United States in 2013 following extensive leaks of classified information and his ongoing asylum in Russia. Unsurprisingly, he's a big fan of encrypted messaging app Signal, and the app's website quotes him, I use Signal every day, above all other testimonials. Today, Signal rolled out the ability to hold group encrypted video calls, and Snowden has already weighed in on the new addition. I have been waiting for this for a very long time, he tweeted. Luckily, you don't have to be a notorious fugitive to use Signal's group encrypted video call feature, which lets you, which lets up to five people join in for a shared chat. Group calls are encrypted end-to-end -end like everything else on Signal, notes a blog post. You can opt between viewing a grid of the grid of up to four other participants or have the app focus on whoever is speaking at any given time that is awesome honestly um i might just download that yeah signal huh next news written by matthew de salvo stablecoin issues must come out of the shadows says u.s treasury the office of the comptroller of currencies chief economist wants stablecoins issuers to be regulated and for their own good charles Colomiris, who oversees the OCC's economist department, makes the remarks in a new paper chartering the fintech future. In it, he argues that the tradi traditional chartered banking system wallows in the state of the unprofitability and inefficiency, and that the new fintech institutions are coming into existence and proving useful on leading us down a path of sustainability, substantially increased efficiency and stability. Fintech banks and other and stablecoins issues issuers are being encouraged by the OCC to reach the full potential by coming out of the shadows and joining the chartered banking system according to the paper <clears throat> all right good luck next news <laughs> I don't think they need to honestly I don't think stablecoins need the banking system that's the whole point about getting into crypto is that you're trying to detach yourself from the banks so we'll see how that plays out next news written by Matthew DeSalvo Ruffers is the latest billion-dollar firm to bet on Bitcoin. Asset manager Ruffers Investment Company is the latest traditional finance firm to hop on the Bitcoin bandwagon. The London-based company today set in up in an up update to shareholders that it allocated 2.5% of its multi-strategy fund to Bitcoin. According to Ruffers, Bitcoin is going to be a saving grace when the world's major cryptocurrencies when the major currencies struggle. We see this Bitcoin investment as a small but potential ins insurance policy against the continuing devaluation of the world's major currencies, the company said in a note. Bitcoin diversifies the company's much larger investment in gold and inflation-leaked bonds and acts as a hedge to some of the monetary and market risk that we see. Ruffer manages around $20.3 billion in assets. Its clients are mainly individuals and families, pensions, funds, and charities, according to the website. Alright, next news, written by Will Gotzengen. Twitter hits with tiny fine for failure to disclose data breaches. 
Last week, after an investigation that lasted almost two years, the, the Irish Data Protection Protection Committee committee found that Twitter failed to comply with the General Data Protection Regulation, a European Union law that aims to protect data privacy and hold companies accountable for breaches. The DPC has now announced that it's fining Twitter, but not very harshly. The regulator is asking for €450,000 or about $546,000 that represents about 0.016% of Twitter's $3.46 billion revenue for the fiscal year of 2019. Wow. <laughs> That's nothing. Next news written by Jeff Benson. It should be like at least like a five percent hit. It should be it should be something substantial. Five, ten percent hit hard. Hit them hard. I mean data breaches is not something to be taken lightly. Alright. Next news written by Jeff Benson. Bitcoin Cash price up fifteen percent since hard fork. A month ago today, Bitcoin Cash was split into two again. Although forks aren't enough to make any investors nervous, thus far the returns have been solid, especially compared to trading after the Bitcoin SV hard fork. Bitcoin's cash price has risen 15% in the last month and over 4% in the last 24 hours to reach $290. Bitcoin Cash split into two chains on November 15th, Bitcoin Cash Node and Bitcoin Cash ABC. By virtue of having the most hash power, BCHN has since taken on the BCH title. Exactly two years ago, Exactly two years prior, on November 15, 2018, Bitcoin Cash blockchain split into Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV as a result of the disagreement about how the big blocks should be and, therefore, how many transactions they could uh, accommodate. Next news, written by Jeff Benson. Trump considering clemency for Silk Road's Ross Ulbrich report. According to report, report according to reporting today from the Daily Daily Beast, President Trump is considering granting clemency to Silk Road founder Ross Ulbrich. Ulbrich created the dark the darknet website Silk Road, which used Bitcoin to facilitate peer-to-peer sales of drugs and illicit materials. He was sentenced to life in prison without parole in 2015 on a mixture of money laundering, fraud, and drug charges. According to the Daily Beast sources, White House lawyers are reviewing documents related to Ulbrich's case, writes the Daily Beast. Two of those sources say that the president has at times privately expressed some sympathy for Old Bridge's situation, has been considering his name among others for the next round of uh, communi- uh, commu- communi- communi- what is that? Com- commu- commutations? commutations and pardons before the January 20th inauguration of his 2020 Democratic opponent. The Free Ross organization was not immediately available for comment. All right, next news and last news of the day, written by Jeff Benson. Ethereum DeFi token plunges from $1.5 million mark cap to $15,000. Rug pulls and ex- ex- rug pulls and exit scams in decentralized finance have become so ubiquitous that they're harsh to keep up, keep up with. Moreover, they're often accompanied by assurances that is not in fact part of the scam the most recent suspected rug pull when a project team works to increase market cap then suddenly sweeps away and cashes out leaving when investors holding the bag is disc x the token has sunk to market cap of fifteen thousand dollars after enjoying a cap of over 1.5 million dollars just yesterday disc x not to be confused with district 0x built itself as a token sales platform disc x tokens 
holders were promised not only access to token launch on the platform, but also if they held enough of the tokens, a two percent shares from the a two percent share from the sales. After becoming available in August, the token hit an all-time high of 25 cents before settling into the six to eight cents range over the last month, and then the bottom dropped out over the weekend with the price plummeting to next to nothing. The market cap, which was $1.5 million on December 14th, went all the way down to $8,670 and now sits at $15,000 according to data from CoinGecko. Well, there you go. It's not good. Not good at all. Quote, if you all care about this, you know that we aren't removing liquidity and with the remaining company funds, we will be buying disk X from Uniswap and burning it to help you guys cash out at a higher amount. Those reassurances were undercut by several transfers over the 192 ether that appears to be re- mm. that appears to have removed the liquidity from Uniswap according to war war on rugs and anti-scam groups. But Jeff Karidekis, CEO of TokenSwap Launchpad TrustSwap said he was working with this X to figure out a way to salvage value for token holders. Uh, well, all right. This X holders at the moment, however, likely don't care too much about the reasons for the abrupt exit. They just want the token they bought to be worth nothing, north of nothing. There you go. North of nothing. That is sad. That is so sad. That's sad. All right, Kryptonauts, what that said... I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.